Dentists across Canada could see up to 9 million new patients as a result of the government's new universal dental care program. But a new report from the Canadian Dental Association says new policies are also going to be needed. Here to talk more about it is the president of the Canadian Dental Association, Dr. Lynn Tompkins, joining us from Toronto this morning. Dr. Tompkins, Lynn, good morning and welcome. Good morning, Sterling. Thank you very much for having me on your show. Well, it's a pleasure to have you with us, Dr. Tompkins. Let's talk for a few moments. Bring us up to speed, if you will. We'll talk about the report in a second. Where are we right now this weekend in early March with respect to the rollout of the new dental care program from the Government of Canada? Well, I'd have to go back a year when there was an agreement between the Liberal government and the NDP uh, on the confidence and supply agreement. And right. part of that was a promise to bring in dental care. So on December 1st, uh, there was the launch of the Canada Dental Benefit. So that is a program aimed at children. Mm-hmm. And it's basically an application for the parents or the guardians to, you know, to take the child to the dentist, to have the funds to take the child to the dentist. So the next, this, um, this announcement of the Canada Dental benefit has given us, you know, it's a staged approach, so it's given us a bit of a chance to get into the conversation about the next part. And I must say that, you know, at the Canadian Dental Association, we we support level uh, efforts by all levels of government, actually, to enhance access to dental care, Mm -hmm. and that will improve Canadians' oral health. So in the next phase of the program, the government has stated it plans to bring out coverage for those up to 18 persons with disabilities, and seniors by the end of 2023. So Mm -hmm. this is what is being discussed right now. And you have prepared this report quite recently. You had some consultations with federal officials, including the Minister of Health and uh, all of your colleagues across the country. And and you talk about new policies being needed, uh, cautioning basically everyone that uh, it's not going to roll out without some new framework going on. So talk to us about what the Dental Association would like to see. Well, we did release our policy paper just this past week, and it does, I encourage everybody to go on to the Canadian Dental Association website and have a look at it. It is designed for the public, for parliamentarians, and for other stakeholders in the process. So we have uh, given some advice to government. We've made several recommendations, and one is uh, that we, we certainly expect that the delivery of most of the care will be through the private dental offices, and in in step with that, we are asking the government to develop an oral health uh, a worker kind of strategy so that we have enough uh, dental assistants, dental hygienists, and dental personnel to help us uh, treat the patients that are going to be coming in under this uh, program. Mm-hmm. So particularly in the area of dental assistants, uh, I have to say I'm very, very proud of, of dental office staff across the country during COVID. There was not a single case of transmission of COVID from patient to provider or provider to patient during the entire pandemic. That's interesting. That did not come, that did not come without, without a lot of effort on sure. the part of dental offices and dental office staff. So as frontline healthcare providers, they've been under considerable stress. So we do know that uh, we do need more dental assistance, and we would encourage uh, government to look at developing more educational programs, distance learning programs and any and uh, making people aware making young people aware that this is a wonderful career choice making new canadians aware that this is a wonderful career choice and a and a relatively short educational pathway to really what can be a very 
enjoyable, meaningful, and uh, significant career in oral health care. Uh, Dr. Tompkins, the, on the website, the, the story about your uh, report, the Bridging the Financial Gap in Dental Care, Building a Sustainable and Effectively Federally Funded Program, uh, the headline of this story says Canada must ensure federal dental care plan doesn't disrupt the current oral health system. How could that happen? Well, this is another area where we have uh, alerted government to the concerns regarding this because we know that, uh, I mean, 95% of dental care in Canada is funded through the private sector. Right. And more than 50% of Canadians receive coverage through employer-sponsored benefits. Mm -hmm. And up to two-thirds of Canadians are covered under some sort of provincial or territorial program. So we are cautioning the government that whatever program they bring out, that it not displace the current ecosystem of employer-sponsored benefits. We know that Canadians rely on those. They value those benefits. And uh, a sizable number of Canadians would not be able to visit the dentist without having their dental plan. So this is something that that we have been discussing. You you mentioned that we have had good consultation with the Minister with Health Canada throughout this process, and we look forward to continuing that. Does the, the pointing out the fact that so many of us rely on our employer benefits uh, to, to visit the dentist and so on, uh, do you sense or was there a sense that the government might try to disrupt the current system? Or are you just warning them that the, whatever they do must include what we already have? Uh, the government's been very clear from the beginning that the program, that, and especially with the Canada Dental Benefit, that is designed for persons who are not covered under another plan. Mm-hmm. So um, I would say that is evidence that they have listened to our concerns. And so uh, we do look forward to continuing the discussion on how to bring a, a robust, well-designed, effective plan, whatever form they bring in, that is going to reach Canadians who need the dental care without affecting the, uh, the current system that, uh, where most Canadians have some sort of employer-sponsored health benefit. Have you noticed, and it's quite early on in the, in the whole rollout, but have you noticed across the country any uptick at all, Dr. Tompkins, in just patient attendance at dental offices? Because, well, now there's a provision where my, I may be able to afford this. Well, we are cautioning patients, actually. I mean, some people, we have heard that some are uh, postponing appointments because they think that a dental care program is quite imminent. Ah. And we are, we are reminding people, don't, don't cancel your dental appointments. Don't wait. Dental, um, you know, it's important to have an examination with your dentist so that any dental problems can be detected early because when they're detected early, they can be treated in a relatively straightforward way. The longer people wait, generally the more complicated the problem is, and then the more complicated the, uh, the treatment is to resolve the issue. So uh, we do know that up to 200,000 children so far um, have been, uh, you know, they've applied for, their parents or guardians have applied for the Canada Dental Benefit. Mm-hmm. Uh, that program potentially up to, I think, 900,000, almost a million children would be eligible for the program. So fascinating stuff. And by the way, the report is quite available, friends, at the Canadian Dental Association website. Just Google Canadian Dental Association and the report's right there on the homepage. Dr. Lynn Tompkins in Toronto, thanks so much for doing this today. It's an important topic and uh, no cancelling dental appointments. Uh, Good message this morning, Lynn. And I, uh, I, I do want to say that this is really an exciting prospect. I'm thinking of all the millions of Canadians who are not currently accessing dental care right now because of the cost. Yeah. 
and that when they are able to go to the dentist and achieve optimal oral health, they're going to be in better health overall and a better life. So it's it's quite it's quite an amazing uh, prospect that we are going to be able to help so many people with this program. Indeed, it is, Dr. Tompkins. Thanks so much for being with us this morning. We appreciate your time on a Sunday. Thank you very much.